This week I was chatting on the phone with an author friend and she was telling me about the great progress she was making lately on writing her devotional book and getting closer to the finish line to self-publish it. Buying the image at iStock for the front cover of her book, writing her bio in the back copy for her print version of the book, and hiring the editor for it. She's very excited about getting closer to seeing her name on that cover, and I am excited for her because I've been encouraging for a couple of years now to write her books. But she also told me this week about the fatigue that she's feeling lately, and she wondered if it could be spiritual warfare. While fatigue can stem from your diet, from lack of enough sleep, hormone imbalance, stress, and many more things, I believe her fatigue could possibly be spiritual warfare as she gets closer to releasing her first book. You see, the devil does not want you to write. Today's podcast is called The War Over Your Writing. This is Beth Jones, international speaker and author, and you can find out more about me at my website at bethjones.net, and you can also find out about my books that I've written at my Amazon author page at www.amazon.com forward slash author forward slash Beth M. Jones. Recently, I did guest posting in my friend Naima Johnston Bush's private Facebook group for creatives called The Refreshing. And you find out more about that on Facebook. Just do a search in the search bar. It's called The Refreshing with Naima Johnston Bush. And I guest posted about Matthew 25:14-30 on the parable of the talents. The talents were the source of currency in that culture and in those biblical times. The gist of this passage is about being a wise, good steward of the money the master entrusted to his servant. The way that we need to be with the money, the spiritual gifts, the talents and skills, our time, and our relationships with which God has so generously blessed us. The enemy Satan recognizes and knows that God has blessed us with all of these great things. As the thief, his job is to kill, steal, and destroy. John 10.10 But Jesus has come so that you and I can have abundant life, living it to the fullest and fulfilling our greatest potential for God's glory and to further his heavenly kingdom here on earth. So when you or I start to use the spiritual gifts, the talents, and the skills like our writing that God has given us, even from our conception in the womb, Satan hates it. He is going to fight you to hinder or stop you from accomplishing these things. This includes you being an author. There is spiritual warfare over your writing. In Ephesians 6, the message, it says, God is strong, and he wants you strong. So take everything the master has set out for you, well-made weapons of the best materials, and put them to use so you will be able to stand up to everything the devil throws your way. This is no afternoon athletic contest that we'll walk away from and forget about in a couple of hours. This is a for keeps life or death fight to the finish against the devil and all his angels. Be prepared. You're up against far more than you can handle on your own. Take all the help you can get 
every weapon that God has issued so that when it's all over but the shouting, you'll still be on your feet. These weapons that God has given us are not weapons that we can see with our, our eyes. They're not like guns or knives or swords, but they're spiritual weapons. We are fighting a spiritual battle every day of our life, so we need spiritual weapons. Ephesians 6.12 NAS says this, For our struggle is not against flesh and blood but against the rulers, against the powers, against the world forces of this darkness, against the spiritual forces of wickedness in the heavenly places. As Christian believers, we're fighting every day of our lives until we go home to be with Jesus against unseen spiritual enemies, Satan and his demons. They're evil, they're wicked, and they hate you and me simply because we're a child of God and because we believe in the Lord Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior. Now, if you're not a Christian, Satan still hates you. But when you become saved, you're that much more of a threat to his kingdom. Satan and his demons will do everything they can to keep you from your calling and from using your gifts. And that's why it's so important to do these things each day in this fierce spiritual battle that is unseen all around you and me. Number one is spend time every day with God in prayer, reading and studying the Bible and worship. When Jesus was about to launch his ministry and he was in the desert, Satan tempted him in the wilderness to stop God's plan for his son. The weapon that Jesus chose to use against the devil, the one that we should use also, is the Word of God. Three times Jesus told Satan, it is written, quoting the scriptures, until Satan left him and stopped tempting him. And that is found in Matthew 4, where you can read more about it. That is the weapon we should use also, the Word of God. It is our most powerful weapon against him other than the blood of Jesus and the name of Jesus. Number two is put on and keep on the armor of God. This will protect you from Satan's attacks. This is found in Ephesians 6 verses 11 to 18. Ephesians 6 says, Stand firm, therefore, by fastening the belt of truth around your waist, by putting on the breastplate of righteousness, by fitting your feet with the preparation that comes from the good news of peace, and in all of this, by taking up the shield of faith with which you can extinguish all the flaming arrows of the evil one. And take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God. With every prayer and petition, pray at all times in the Spirit, and to this end be alert with all perseverance and requests for all the saints. These are the weapons we need in order to fight Satan effectively. The armor of God, the blood of Jesus, the name of Jesus, and prayer. C.S. Lewis declared that the worst months of his life were during his writing of the Screwtape Letters, which is a classic book on the schemes of the devil, and I highly encourage you to read that if you haven't read it before. It shows how very subtle Satan can be. We often picture him as this little cartoon figure, a red cartoon figure with uh, a pitchfork tail, you know, and 
almost like a cartoon, something not real, but he's very real, and he's very deceptive and cunning, and he can be quite subtle. And that book is excellent, showing you how very subtle he can be. Greg Selman wrote on his blog, Authentic Grace for Life, about his need for dependence upon the Holy Spirit as he started studying and writing about spiritual warfare and Satan's attacks came against the weak links in his life that were easy targets of temptation, lies, and unbelief. Greg writes, We occasionally see glimpses of the spiritual realm, though most of us do not know what we are really seeing. In other parts of the world, spiritual warfare is much more intense and out in the open. In America and the West, it is much less visible, though it's just as prevalent. The truth is that we live in a spiritually alive universe, and I completely agree with that. Americans, a lot of times, don't even, they, they do one of two things. They give too much credit to the devil and see the, a demon under every bush, or they completely ignore him and say he doesn't exist, and that's ridiculous and, and fairy tales. But the spiritual warfare realm is very real. It is just as real as our physical realm. We just don't see it many times here in America. My husband, Ray, has traveled five or six times to do mission trips in Mexico and Port-au-Prince, Haiti. And I went with him on his third trip to Haiti. He and I also traveled to Israel and to Kenya, Africa. And the native people there are very aware of spiritual warfare all around them. They have no problem in believing in angels and demons. Ray and I personally witnessed demons or demonic manifestations while visiting these foreign countries, and we were ministering there. There are angels and demons here in America and the West, too, but like I said, people are just too busy to notice, or they foolishly do not acknowledge them. But they're very real. Jesus talked about angels and demons throughout his ministry and his time here on earth. He encountered spiritual warfare himself. Jesus came to defeat the devil and to set God's people free forever. And one area that Satan targets is your writing. He knows that God gave you this as a precious gift and a talent to use for God's glory. This is what B.C. Wise wrote on his blog, Three Steps to Fight a Spiritual Battle and Win, that you and I can sense an unseen enemy lingering close by us. Jesus warned us about him. These attacks, can, this warfare can last for days, months, or years. The warfare can be light or it can be very intense. feels like you're in a heavy fire. But the goal is to wear you down so you don't succeed in life. To slow down or stop your spiritual growth. You're getting closer to God. You're realizing how much God loves you and his great plan and purpose for your life so that you'll do all that he created you to do and to be. Satan wants to catch you off guard. Now, signs of spiritual combat are temptation, deception, accusations, and sickness. And this author, B.C.Y., says that God is with you on the front lines of the battlefield, but Satan wants you dead. He wants you not breathing. Now, think about that just a minute. Satan wants to actually kill you. He wants you dead. He wants to see you not breathing. He wants you out of here. 
And if he can't do that, if he can't be successful in killing you, if he can't take you out because God would not permit him to yet, then he is going to go after your calling and your purpose. He's going to try to stop you from using your spiritual gifts, from doing the things that God has foreordained for you to do. This author says God is with you on the front lines of the battlefield, but Satan wants you dead. He wants you to stop. He wants to stop God's plan and purpose for you. But you need to believe that God is bigger than the enemy or the spiritual battle that you're facing. Remember King David. David did not focus when he was just a, a young man. He did not focus on how big Goliath was, but on God's power, on how big his God was. God will give you the battle plan. He will give you the victory as you trust in him. Now, as you sit down to write or to publish your book, you may face Satan's attacks. You may notice these things that you're fighting, and they're not by coincidence either. You may fight procrastination, perfectionism, all these things the enemy can use. Distractions like social media, too much busyness, people suddenly calling you on your phone or knocking on the door. All of a sudden you'll want to clean or organize your office or want to paint it. You'll fight laziness. Suddenly you'll feel hungry when I go to the kitchen. You'll be thirsty. You'll fight, like my friend did, fatigue, very sudden fatigue. You'll have a desire to have a Netflix binge and watch TV or watch a movie, listen to music. You'll want to eat chocolate or sweets, chips and salsa, junk food like potato chips, ice cream. And none of these things in and of them, themselves are evil. I'm not saying you should never eat chocolate because I love chocolate. I'm addicted to chips and salsa. But if you're constantly wanting to do them, especially as you're sitting down to write, this should be a clue to you. You're being distracted. You may fight writer's block. You may fight resistance to sitting down to actually write, which is my big area of, of attack, I think. I, I will resist and resist, and I know it's coming really from the enemy. It's a spiritual resistance to me writing and speaking. You may fight a sense of overwhelm, especially with things like techie stuff that you don't know how to do, like formatting or designing a cover and that is why I hire people to do those type of techie things those are not my areas of strength so I hire people to help me do them also you may hear lies in your head like these and and think about it think see if any of these are familiar to you that you've heard yourself say these before in your mind I don't know what to write I don't know what to say I don't have anything important to say. Nobody will want to read this. Nobody will buy this. Nobody's going to buy my book if I, read, if I write it. I won't make any money at it. This is dumb. This is boring. I don't know how to format a book. I don't know how to write a blog, an article, or a whole book. I can write maybe just a chapter, but not a whole book. I'm tired. What's the point? I can't finish this. I can't finish writing a book. This is too hard. Have you ever said any of those things to you, to yourself? Well, do you realize that the enemy can also plant thoughts in your, in your mind? Lies to hinder or stop you from writing. He's very clever. He's not a stupid enemy. 
These are enemy stra strategies to hinder or stop you from writing. Pray, put on your armor, study God's word, anoint your house with oil, put on worship music, and sit your butt down in the chair and write. Ask God to help you. Ask God to fight your battles for you. He knows the enemy is trying to stop you. But do not let Satan stop you. Your writing is a threat to the, the kingdom of darkness. Satan knows that God gave you this skill and this talent. Satan knows there's anointing in your fingers to write. He knows there's an anointing in your mouth to speak. He knows God gave you these skills and talents as a treasure for his glory. So there's going to be spiritual warfare over your writing. Use your writing gift and don't waste it like the man who hid his talent, his one talent in Matthew 25. So that when you come face to face with God, you'll see him and he'll say, Well done, good and faithful servant. We all grieved this past week as Billy Graham, the most incredible evangelist ever, I believe, in the history of time, died. He was a great man of God, reached millions sharing the gospel of Jesus with them all over the world, had one of the most powerful ministries ever. And I believe with all my heart, when he, when he saw God face to face, he heard those words, well done, good and faithful servant. And from everything I've read and seen, he was the same man at home that he was on that platform. He was not a hypocrite. He lived out the gospel with his family. His family was in grief over his passing, as well as many other people. We want to live in such a way that people will grieve our passing. And we want to live in such a way that when we see God, he's going to say, good job, well done. So don't let Satan stop you from using these gifts. Push through your fears, your distractions, the enemy resistance, and keep the momentum of your writing going. Hire techie help if you need help with all those technical things. Take writer's training. Maybe you feel like, well, I don't know how to write fiction, or I don't know how to write a book, a whole book. Take writer's training. Hire a writing coach. If you need help with that, I'll be glad to help me help you. Go to a writer's retreat. Go to a writer's conference like the one that I'm offering this fall in September here in Butler, Missouri. It's a September Serenity Writer's Retreat. Get writing friends to help you. Just write and don't stop. William Wordsworth said, fill your paper with the breathings of your heart. And Elizabeth Ray said, I write because I miss. It's not a choice or a pastime. It's an unyielding calling and my passion. Is writing your passion? If it is, if it's your gift, it's your talent that God has given you, pursue it. Pursue that passion. Melanie Ramon says, don't ever stop writing. Don't ever give up on your story, no matter what they say. Don't ever let anybody take away your voice. You have something to say. Your soul has a story to tell. Write it. There is never any reason to be afraid. Just write it and then put it out there for the world. Love your work. Be brave. And just write. And I'm going to close right now with a verse from Habakkuk 2.2 from the NRV version. N-I-R-V. Write down the message I am giving you. Write it clearly on the tablets you use. Then a messenger can read it 
and run to announce it. That is my encouragement for you today, that there is spiritual warfare over your writing. Satan wants to stop you. He hates it when you are right because he knows it's for God's glory. He knows it will help and bless and encourage others. And so he wants to stop you from using that writing talent, that writing that is a gift from God himself. God made you to write. He made you a writer. And it's a very precious thing. So I want to encourage and motivate you today to write and to keep writing. This is Beth Jones at BethJones.net. I want to close out with prayer and then I want to share my Amazon author page with you and a little few announcements. God, I just come before you in Jesus' name and I thank you for this talent, this skill, this precious gift that you have given me and the listener of writing. It is a, a special treasure, God, and I pray we would not take it for granted. I ask God for your anointing upon us to write for your glory that you would help us to pen the words, the message you would have us to share with other people, that we would be unafraid to let our light shine. We would be unafraid to share our words with the world because God, someone out there needs those words of life and encouragement and hope. I ask God that you would demolish the enemy with any spiritual warfare, any attacks he makes on me or the listener on our writing. I ask God we would have the victory through faith in Jesus Christ, the blood of Jesus, remembering to put on our armor every day and to know, God, that you stand with us in the battles, in those hot, fiery furnaces, that you will never forsake us. And, God, you will see us through to the victory, and we will do this all for your glory. God, anoint us to write this year everything you would have us to write and that it would please you and bless you and help others. I ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, you can find out about the books I have written at my Amazon author page at amazon.com forward slash author forward slash Beth M. Jones. If you would like to hire me as a speaker for your women's conference or retreat, you can contact me at my website at bethjones.net. I am having a writer's retreat in Butler, Missouri in September. You can check that out at the top of the page at BethJones.net. That will be for two nights at the Bethany House, a lovely immaculate house. We're going to have a girls' night of fun with popcorn and movies. We're going to have chocolate. We're going to have times of quiet. We're going to be at a sleep-in. We're going to have writing exercises and encourage one another to write for God's glory. And it's just going to be a fun, blessed, anointed time of Christian women writers. And I would love for you to join. I've only got two spots left, so let me know if you're interested. And I will talk to you later. Be blessed and have a beautiful day.